Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Even though Walt Disney World reopened nearly a year before Disneyland came out of COVID, Disneyland's new annual pass program, Magic Key, has been announced. We look at what makes this different, not just from previous Disneyland passport programs, but how it differs from the current Walt Disney World annual passport program in place. Moreover, we look at what implications there may be when Walt Disney World resumes the new sales of annual passes in time for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Those details will be released later this month, but what's happening at Disneyland may give us lots of insight to what will soon happen at Walt Disney World. You may also want to check out DisneyAtPlay.com where our post regarding these, this announcement can be found there as well as uh, other information and implications for what may be happening at Walt Disney World. Now, if you've been following my podcast, I kind of uh, made the observation that come August 3rd, we would be about 60 days out from the 50th anniversary day, October 1st of Walt Disney World. Actually, I think it was more like August 2nd made it 60 days. But at any rate, I expected a big announcement. And sure enough, Disney created a big announcement. But it wasn't an announcement for Walt Disney World. It was an announcement for Disneyland. And I have to say, that totally surprised me. In some ways, now that I studied it further, I can see that maybe there is sense to why they have made this announcement this time. By the way, usually when Disneyland, when Disney or Disneyland or Walt Disney World has something really wonderful to say, they love to put it into their headlines on a Tuesday, maybe a Wednesday or Thursday. When they want to hide something and they want to deliver bad news, well, you know how it is. You put it in to the fold on Friday. So when this announcement has come out, you can expect to think that Disneyland's really excited about this and that this is really, um, in their mind, something that um, guests are going to love. Uh, That said, I should just mention on the outset uh, there are no comments attached to this Disney Parks blog post. And by the way, Disney Parks blog is pretty good at including comments. But this one, yeah, it's not It's not having any, uh, any comments added to it. Um, you, can, you can find comments about the Haunted Mansion Gingerbread House at Disneyland, but you can't find comments about this included. Uh, I think they've kind of cut that out. But let's go through the announcement. Let's talk about what this looks like. And let's see if we can make some sense of not only what it is, what's working, what's not working, but most importantly, okay, where is this all going for Walt Disney World? Uh, to quote Michael Ramirez, Public Relations Director for the Disneyland Resort, quote, There's so much excitement happening right now at the Disneyland Resort. From exploring all-new superhero-themed land of Avengers Campus in Disney California Adventure Park to living out your own Star Wars story in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge 
at Disneyland Park. Plus, fireworks are back with Mickey's Mix Magic. All three of our Disneyland Resort hotels have reopened, and there's a lot of great dining, shopping, and entertainment throughout the downtown Disney district too. And, and in truth, they have done a really great job of getting so many pieces and components of the Disneyland experience back up. There's still a lot missing. Parades are missing. Um, uh, a Fantasmic is missing. World of Color is missing. There's still a lot missing, but yeah, they've done a good job. Anyway, he goes on to say, quote, we know our fans and legacy pass holders have been eagerly waiting to hear how to visit our theme parks in new and frequent ways and visiting in a manner that is designed for today's guests that also fits their individual needs. Now, mind you, they have used the term fans and legacy pass holders. Legacy pass holders is in capital letters. And what legacy pass holders are, are those who are holding a pass, an annual pass, when they canceled out the annual pass program. They called them legacy pass holders and they gave them some, some sh shopping discounts and dining discounts or something of that nature um, when they um, canceled the program as, as they were reopening Disney, um, downtown Disney and so forth. So, but they're trying to, trying to not let go of this group. They want them to continue on. They want them to buy what they are now presenting. Uh, to them. He goes on to say, quote, today we are excited to share the next evolution of the Disneyland Resort Annual Pass Program, which was informed and shaped by extensive consumer research and feedback from guests and fans. We are pleased to introduce the Magic Key Program, a new guest-centric offering that will deliver choice, flexibility, and value for park admission special access to unique experiences, valuable saving opportunities, and so much more. There'll be four options of Magic Key Passes to provide our guests and their families with choices that fit various needs and lifestyle preferences for how they want, wish to visit the Disneyland Resort. All right, Magic Key, if that seems like a familiar term to you, actually, there used to be something back in the days of the ticket book there used to be something called the magic key coupon and it essentially was a carte blanche ticket to go on any ride or attraction in disneyland you just present it and it allowed you to go on anything of your choosing bobsleds or pirates of the caribbean or whatever so that's kind of where it's kind of uh, paying homage a little bit to the past um and the magic key concept i think i think that's a that's a nice little touch, but but in truth, most people don't know about that program and this really doesn't have anything to do with it. They have decided to retitle the annual pass program. That's not a bad idea and it's a kind of a creative retitling. And yet, as you choose your key or annual pass level, you kind of feel like this doesn't seem so different from what has been before. There are four keys. Let me go through each. The dream key is $13.99 or $102 per month for 12 months for California residents after $179 uh, down payment. And this is, all these are reservation-based admissions, by the way. So this is a really big, important aspect is that you have to make reservations from here on out. Um, 
but it allows you up to six park reservation holds at a time, plus 20% off select merchandise, 15% off select food and beverage, and theme park parking is included. So, um, that um, let me just comment on a couple of those things. Um, the the Imagine Key Pass is only available to Southern um, California residents living in. Um, actually, I haven't gotten to the Imagine Pass. So let me come back to that a little later. Um, but I, what I wanted to say is the parking benefit is valid for parking or for discounted parking for one standard vehicle only at pay on entry lots at Disneyland Resort. Discounted parking must be purchased at the parking lot. Oversized vehicles, preferred parking space and valet services are not included in that. Da, da, da. Parking is not guaranteed, subject to availability and capacity and applicable pass blockout dates. So this is the big level. It's 1400 It's a good price point on a per month basis, which means Disneyland has chosen to keep the monthly payment system in play, which I think is a, I, that must be a really important thing in their research to, um, to allow for. I, I do think they would lose a lot of people who couldn't really come up with something as, as much as $1,400. Um, here you've got to come up with 179 up front, and then you pay only 102 per month. Mm, that's a lot of money. Um, but I have had a similar pass at Disney. Well, I had the premier pass, which was Walt Disney World Disneyland. And, you know, in, in years, I went um, easily the last, and three years ago when I was working out there extensively, I had been easily 40 times. So a pass like this would have been terrific. Um, and I would have easily gone with that kind of pass and um, would have found value off the deal. The next tier is the Believe Key. That's $949 or $950 or $65 per month after, again, $179. All of them require $179 down payment. Here, you get also six park reservation holds at a time. You only get 10% on the merchandise instead of 20 and 10% off food and beverage instead of 15 and 50% off theme park parking. So right off the bat, just know that unless you get the highest tier, you're not getting theme park parking included. Now to me, this is a nightmare in the making. I'm not sure that parking was included on every tier of the former pass, but I could tell you that it was included on a lot more tiers and Right now, if you go into the Mickey and um, Friends parking lot or the Toy Story, you find that these lots can have very long lines waiting to go pay. Now you add the requirement of people paying 50% or when you get to the next two tiers, Enchant Key and Imagine Key, you don't even get parking. So you got to pay for parking. It's $25 now. I guarantee you before the end of the year, it will be 30. So um, this, this really is a big issue in my mind because while these other things, 
Um, the Enchant key is $649, and the Imagine key is $399. In this case, um, in the Enchant key, you only get up to four park reservations holds at a time, and the Imagine key is up to two park reservation holds at a time. And the Imagine, the lowest one, the $399, by the way, is what I was trying to say earlier, available for Southern California residents only, not California residents, Southern California residents only, which um, that's a big deal because uh, while they're, you know, the, 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 the difference, I think we've talked about this many times, the difference between Disneyland's annual park pass and and Walt Disney World's is that there were over a million annual pass holders but not all of them came out of California a lot of them came out of neighboring states Arizona Las Vegas Nevada Utah uh, even Oregon and um, Washington uh, there were a lot of annual pass holders who came out of these um, states they're not entitled to this lowest, um, more affordable one. By the way, what we haven't mentioned in all of this, which is what's true with the old annual pass program, which is true for Walt Disney World, the lower, of course, in tiers, the more blockout dates you have. And there are a lot of blockout dates at these lower levels. Um, so much that you can, if I've done the dream key, you get, you get, access to the park every day of the year assuming you have a reservation all these are reservation based so now you've got these cut off these days you're not allowed but at the same time you have to have a reservation to get in so it's it's not uh, you you think okay enchantment key forty dollar i could afford that but then when you add the parking every time you come in and then when you consider the number of days you're not getting in, it's for somebody who lives in that area and comes frequently to Disney, it's hard to see how you get uh, the kind of value unless you are very flexible in your ability to um, visit. I can tell you at the lower tiers, your Saturdays are pretty much blocked out period. And of course, summer largely blocked out, major holidays blocked out. All those are blocked out and more even, but um, it's it's very um, very limiting as to what days you can visit based on the level or the key that you choose. Let's keep moving forward. Additional offerings and benefits. Magic key holders will have access to an array of special offerings and many features that we know our guests will love, such as valuable saving opportunities for merchandise and food and beverage. Throughout the year, they may also be able to enjoy special benefits such as a dedicated dining experience and custom menu items at the Magic Key Terrace. Special offerings at our festivals just for Magic Key holders, a Magic Key holder celebration month, plus other unique surprises. What's more, we'll be introducing an all new Magic Key portal on the Disneyland app to more deeply engage directly with our community of Magic Key holders in the future. Um, the Magic Key Terrace is actually the wine country trattoria is what is believed to be that space. Uh, Disneyland has always had better food and beverage uh, discounts 
than um, Walt Disney World. In fact, um, Walt Disney World usually doesn't have much in food and beverage discounts, um, particularly in the counter service arena. So it's always been a little better in that regard. But, um, but so far, all of this is really just a repackaging of their previous system just at a higher price point. I frankly don't see the uh, ahas that came out of all of this measurement work that they did in, uh, in listening to their guests in terms of their preferences or, or choices that fit various need and lifestyle. It, I just don't see anything that is substantively different. I see more blockout dates and I see a higher price and I see now a reservation system. So I have a hard time really getting excited about this uh, option. It just doesn't seem that different other than a repackaging. They go on to say, uh, for a limited time, we will celebrate the charter members that become magic key holders within the first 66 days as we celebrate 66 years of Disneyland Resort. These guests will receive a special welcome package that will include unique items such as a premium branded pin, celebratory button, magnet, and more. Plus, Magic Key holders who enter Disneyland Park will also be celebrated with access to a limited time experience at Starcade in Tomorrowland, which begins on September 1st, where they can enjoy charging stations, a special photo opportunity, and other fun surprises. I Okay, so that's maybe a little, I, but they've been doing things like this all along. So even time in the Starcade for special things. So again, I'm just struggling. Tell me what's really unique. Purchasing a Magic Key Pass starting August 25th, 2021, and in parentheses, no earlier than 10 a.m. Pacific time, guests will be able to purchase their preferred Magic Key Pass type, their first opportunity to quote unquote, unlock a visit to Disneyland Park or Disney California Adventure with a theme park reservation will be on that same day. Oh my goodness, do not get your hopes up of going on that day. The system will surely lock down and by the time you find that you have a reservation for that day, it will probably be 7 p.m. That said, a monthly payment plan exclusively for California residents will be offered, which continues to be a priority for our guests of Disneyland Resort. Magic Key passes start as low as $3.99 or $19 a month for 12 months. Um, guests will be able to purchase and manage their Magic Key pass through Disneyland.com and the Disneyland app, where they'll be able to access an interactive admission calendar for their pass type to review reservation availability and to book their theme park reservations. That pretty much shares everything that there is. Um, let me summarize all of this for you. There are four tiers that vary in price in terms of also available dates and in terms of the benefits given. Annual pass holders or magic key holders will have to make a reservation to go to the park. The number of reservations will vary depending on the tier uh, that you are in. 
This will allow Disney to make about as much money as before with lesser crowds in the park. This will level out the size of crowds, especially at night. And this is a big thing. A lot of annual pass holders were saying it just got too crowded. So what Disney has really done with Magic Key is it said, okay, if you are the fan, the biggest fan of all, here's your tier and you're going to get in quite a bit. But these days of, and there were a lot of fans. In fact, I was kind of one of them when I was, you know, working in California. I would just at the end of the day head over to, um, to Disneyland Park, go in, maybe get a bite to eat at uh, downtown Disney, then go into the park for a while, catch fireworks, go home. I'd spend two to three hours in an evening. This is not going to facilitate that kind of lifestyle. Not when you um, have to make a reservation to get in to begin with. So that is a, that is a part of this. They had, um, but at the same time, with that, with people lining up, I mean, the crowds going into the parking structure at 5, 6, 7 p.m. in the evening were were lined up along the Santa Ana Freeway. It just was overwhelming. And then crowds leaving on the trams, going back to, it was crazy, crazy crowded. In the parks, the parades, and, you know, handling Fantasmic followed by fireworks. That was crazy. There were so many people. So, Here's an opportunity for Disney to make as much money as before, maybe even a little bit more, but with lesser crowds in the park. Um, and this will level out the size of the crowds, especially at night. There was this thing called Max Pass. Again, Max Pass allowed you to electronically make your fast passes. Well, there's been no conversation here about fast passes. So we don't know where that's going or what's happening there. Um, you should also know that you can choose when you go to make a reservation, you can make a reservation for Disneyland, you can make a reservation for Disney California Adventure, and you can also choose a two-park hopper reservation starting in one park and then moving to another after one o'clock. But that's limited to availability. So the idea that a lot of, again, annual pass holders, they go over and get dinner at Disney California Adventure, then they'd go across the street and watch the fireworks. There may be a lot more limit in that ability to do that. Um, sales, as I mentioned before, begin on August 25th. Why August 25th? Well, let me tell you, the summer has come to an end. Out West, schools start much closer to Labor Day than they do out here. Already teachers are going back um, to prepare for school and classes start next week in Orange, Osceola County, Seminole counties, out in Central Florida. But out there, it begins much later in the month. And as those crowds from, again, neighboring states or from the Los Angeles, as they all go back to school, they're going to need something to fill the park. And so this is why they've had to put attention in announcing this now. Because by August 25th, if they don't get more people in there, it's going to sit a lot emptier. And so, any rate, those are the highlights of Disneyland's Magic Key program. Let me now switch and talk about the implications for Walt Disney World because a lot of you 
are wondering what does this mean for those out here on the East Coast? Well, it probably won't be a far departure from before, other than maybe price. Um, again, they really just repackaged their annual pass program called a Magic Key and it raised the prices and you know made more you know requirements on the reservation. Everything it's really not a whole lot different. Has a few more discounts, but that was indicative of Disneyland compared to Walt Disney World. Parking. There was a time with the annual pass holder at, at Walt Disney World that certain tiers gave you free parking and others required you to park. Uh, SeaWorld still continues to do that. Uh, how do we get around that is we purchase for one individual, the one who's most likely to go to SeaWorld, their annual pass. And then the rest of us all get a fun pass, which gets us in, but we pay the higher for the parking lot. Everybody doesn't have to have the tier to um to um to get uh free parking you just have to have one person have the free parking option which again can save you a ton of money if you are looking to go you know 15 20 30 times a year that's a lot of parking that you're paying for so are they going to go back to that i just don't think so i i, I can't believe there's been a conversation in which Parking Ops has said, oh yeah, go ahead. We'll get more people and we'll take care of more people and having to pay, you know, cash or, or card at the parking toll. I, I just think they want to get people through there. I don't think they're going to go back to parking not included at Walt Disney World, but they certainly have made that a deal over at Disneyland. Again, it is a little different because of, um, of, of both coasts. Could higher tiers get more days for reservations? I say bring it on. I'm welcoming the idea that I could have more than three days to make a reservation. I think the fact that it's it's it's, it's the same all the way through, uh, I think that's a, that's a privilege you can get to the higher tiers. It'd also be nice to have a higher percentage off on food and beverage, like Disneyland. Um, you, uh, uh, should expect that the reservation system we've been using here at Walt Disney that ain't going to go away. Um, now that's interesting because going back to SeaWorld, they've done away with having to have a reservation. You don't need that there. Um, and maybe, you know, come a year from now, it'll go away here. But right now, indefinitely, it's included and required. Uh, could off days become more crowded than blackout days? Could they be changing the blackout days and their tiers? Maybe. Um, I think that monthly payment options are still going to continue happening for Walt Disney World. Um, I think it's possible that they could limit the number of annual passes sold at Walt Disney World. I, they have said that in writing for Disneyland, but we just... The Walt Disney World doesn't sell as many annual passes here in Florida like they do in California. So I don't think that'll happen. Um, so I think um, by and large, I just don't see that there's a whole lot of changes ahead other than eh, probably hacking up the price, maybe changing out the blackout days a little. Um, but I don't see that there's a whole lot. And repackaging it with a new name, that's a possibility. But I, th 
I think the bigger issues of having premium passes or fast passes, and mind you, uh, one of our last previous podcasts dealt with that. Those were the announcements I was expecting today, not just the repackaging of an annual pass program, much less a Disneyland. So at any rate, more to come, that's for sure. And that may come tomorrow and that may come weeks from now. But in the interim, stay tuned to DisneyAtPlay.com because we'll continue to not only give you the critical information you need to better plan your experience in the Disney parks, but we give you those insights as to what's working, what's not working, and how to how to see it from different perspectives. So be sure to uh, log in to DisneyAtPlay.com and subscribe. Please subscribe to your own um, podcast service so you get notifications of podcasts as they come along. And, uh, and stay tuned because we have so much more to share. Thank you for joining us. And in the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage from Tokyo Disney Sea, wherever you are, whatever you do, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>